Welcome to Win the Day from Back to the Bible. I'm your coach, Pastor Nat, and today we're going to talk about knowing the Good Shepherd. Jesus continues in John chapter 10, verse 16, this way, And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. Only genuine, authentic, true love for an endangered person could motivate another to risk his own life to rescue another. But here in our passage, for the third, the fourth, and the fifth time, Jesus affirms his personal commitment to putting his own life on the line for those of his flock. I mean, did you hear what Jesus said? In verse 11, he says, The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. In verse 15, he says, Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. Verse 17, he hits it again. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it up again. Does it again in verse 18. No one takes it from me. I lay it down of my own accord. And then if we don't get it, he does it one more time. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. In bold contrast to the false shepherds, the thieves, the robbers, the hired hands, the good shepherd does not serve out of simple duty and obligation, but rather as one driven by a heartfelt, deep, loving motivation. Our focus on this Good Shepherd text today is continually upon the intimate relationships. What are those intimate relationships? Well, first, our shepherd comes to us through the door because he is known by the doorkeeper. Also, our shepherd calls us because he knows each of us by name. But think about it. Our shepherd increases our security because he himself occupies the one way in or out. Also, our shepherd knows intimately what is good and necessary for our well-being. Our shepherd leads us by walking among us, not by driving us. Our shepherd gives us his life, not because of mob violence, but because of divine purpose. Our shepherd is in total control of his mission and his destiny. Our shepherd will die for us on his timetable and rises to new life on exactly the hour of his plan. But it is the most intimate of all relationships that intensifies the hostility of the leaders that are the Jews. Having spoke three times of the Father, 
This is a phrase that the Jews themselves would embrace when speaking of God's intimate relationship to their nation. Jesus now? He changes it to my Father. That's a statement that no one could dare have used. It's this declaration that in their minds justifies stoning. Because if it's not true, it is blasphemy. And before this conflict is resolved, that is exactly what they will determine. However, the conflict centers on the awkward transition in the storyline between chapters 9 and 10. Some of the Pharisees said, Are we also blind? And Jesus said, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, we see, your guilt remains. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, that man is a thief and a robber. And they did not miss his point. With a simple parable, he has again exposed them as the uncaring, self-serving, false shepherds of Ezekiel chapter 34. You see, Jesus had given sight to a well-known blind man. That man exclaimed, once I was blind, but now I see. And because of that, he was literally cast out of the temple by the religious leaders. So Jesus sought him out as any good shepherd would do. Those so-called spiritual shepherds had repeatedly seen the Savior but did not receive him. They had often heard his voice, yet did not follow. Yet in just a short time, that once blind man had both seen and heard the good shepherd, and by faith, he followed him. Now some immediately accuse him of being demonically possessed and insane, and yet others they tried to reason as to how a demon-oppressed man could give sight to the blind. So it's that good shepherd who comes to seek and save the lost. He calls by name the outcast, the disenfranchised, the rejected, the Jew, and the Gentile. And those who hear immediately follow, for they know his voice. They have one shepherd. He only has one fold. There is one Savior. He who gives sight to the blind and hearing to the deaf is our good shepherd. So like David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. How could we ever want anyone else? Hey, I hope you enjoyed the message today. If you'd like to go even deeper, join us in Go Tandem. Go Tandem is our spiritual fitness app to help you move closer to Jesus each and every day. So download Go Tandem on your mobile device. Oh, and by the way, this service we offer is at no cost to the user or even to the churches who benefit, but it does come at a real cost. Would you consider partnering with us at backtothebible.org? That's backtothebible.org.